This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the TCB Overflow podcast. If you finish 20th Century Boy and you want to hear more from me, head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and for as little as a dollar a month, get the Overflow podcast. An extra podcast every single week. And the Pat and Mike show where producer Pat and I talk everything behind the scenes of 20th Century Boy. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. Hello everyone, it is Radio Mike here. Welcome to this little bonus podcast. If you're unfamiliar with what this is, basically, I do more stuff than just this podcast. Um, every week, uh, Thursdays at 1.45pm on 3AW693 here in Melbourne, uh, Australia's most popular talkback radio station, I do an on-air segment talking trending online pop culture with... Um, friend and colleague and mentor of mine, Dee Dee Dunleavy, who has graciously given me airspace on her radio show for, you know, about a year and a half now, which is uh, amazing. So I like to do a little compilation of those segments here, uh, just so, you know, if you want to hear stuff from me, it's accessible pretty much everywhere. Um, so if you can't listen into that live, you know, you can hear it here. So uh, generally, I try to do about four weeks of uh, these segments uh, each time. I haven't done one for a while, and from what I can tell, a lot of the, some of the episodes rather have um, have I can't find, or the audio is, seems to be corrupted. So I've put together what I can find out there. Um, occasionally, I have to use my phone because we have trouble connecting my microphone up to the radio station, but. Yeah, very cool as always. Very fun segment. You'll notice sometimes I bring stuff that I have talked about on 20th Century Boy, um, especially if it's a big content piece. But yeah, generally speaking, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is my segment on 3AW Afternoons with DD. Uh, I hope you enjoy these and I hope you enjoy the show. If you do want to hear more of me, there is actually a playlist on Spotify that I have linked in the show notes to every episode of 20th Century Boy that links to my guest podcast appearance on other people's podcasts. There are a bunch of um, interviews and chats with me, including uh, a chat on Jack Post's podcast, Jackie Road Studios, that's in there. Uh, me and my friend Luke Kidgel on his podcast, the Luke Kidgel podcast, talking about pop punk music for two hours which is great. I also uh, was on uh, the the American podcast, The Restricted Section, to talk about Harry Potter, which was great fun. All of them are there in that, uh, in that playlist on Spotify, which again is in the show notes to this episode and every episode. So we'd love for you to check those out. Uh, but for now, here is my little segment on 3AW Afternoons with Dee Dee Dunleavy. Enjoy. <laughs> On 3AW Afternoons, Internet A, What's Trending, with Michael Liberale. Uh, 13 minutes to two. That is the question. What's everyone been talking about online this week? He is very attached to it. Michael Liberale, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Dee Dee. How are you? Good, thank you. What has been trending? Hey, can I ask you a question? Have When you named your children, yes. did you ever regret the names that you gave them? Uh, no, no. Love them. Why? Well, interestingly, Kylie Jenner and her partner, Travis Scott, have have decided that they regret calling their son Wolf and in an Instagram story have revealed, this is a quote from an Instagram story, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. How old How is he? How he was, he's literally a few months old. Gee, but that's a fair bit in. I mean, he would have subliminally heard his own name. I mean, look, it is a stupid name, but they should have realised that. Obviously, all the hormones and things have worn off. I wonder if anyone's ever actually done that. Have you ever named your child and regretted it? One double three six nine three wasn't the case with mine, Michael. Um, that's good. Hey, just in case you're you're holding out, there is still no word on the new name. We don't yet know that. I promise I will give an update as soon as it comes out. Yeah, we're all dying for. That. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Australia's getting its own space force. This is something I found really interesting. Our Defence Minister, Peter Dutton, announced that Australia is getting a space command as part of our military. It will begin formally operating next Tuesday. Peter Dutton said space is becoming more congested and is already contested with Russia and China. Do you think that can go... Uh, up against China, Russia and the USA in space. Do you think we have the uh, facilities to do that? I find space travel the most stupid waste of money. I don't understand <laughs> what it's about other than bragging rights. What's it, what's it for? What are they achieving? I get satellites well, it, and stuff. What if an alien species is coming to invade? We need to have resources up there, Dee Dee. We need Michael, to protect our planet. Look, I'm not a violent person, but sometimes I want to grab you by the shoulders and shake you very hard, <laughs> shake some sense into you, young man. Um, now, Sharon's called in because uh, she may have changed her child's name. Sharon, you didn't, did you? We did, yes. So what um, happened? A joint decision between my husband of the time and myself. We, um, I, When the baby was born, I, we had a name picked out. I decided it didn't suit her. So um, decided that Kylie was the name that we would call her, which I've hated my whole life. Um, about a week after she was born, I thought, what have I done? Um, and she had a nickname probably for the first two years. And then one day I was just reading her a story and we came across the name Kelsey. And I said, I like that name. And she said, I like that name. So we legally changed her name from Kylie to Kelsey. I like your choices. Not the original one, but I like Kelsey as a name. Well, there you are, Michael. It happens. Uh, Lucy's called in. She's also had similar. Hi, Lucy. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> Uh, best friends of ours have had um, some twins and they've called them Fox and Saffron. Oh, will they live to regret it? (laughs) I don't know. And it's really hard when we come from ethnic backgrounds, Italian and Greek and Oh, good Lord, you should have seen the looks on the grandparents' face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. Uh, I know you connected, Michael, so feed that back to Kylie Jenner. Fox and Saffron as current suggestions. Um, I hadn't heard of Tom Cashman. He's a comedian. What's he done? Tom Cashman's a hilarious uh, Australian comedian who's caused a bit of a stir and gone a bit viral over the last few months. He's been, I think he's been a little bit cheeky and when applying for a rental property, he's actually asked the property agent 
if the landlord can provide a reference from previous tenants to vouch for him or for him or her being a good landlord. So in an email to a property agent, he said quite cheekily, I'm asking whether the owner would provide a reference written by a previous tenant of theirs recommending them as a landlord. I found this an effective way to find out if an owner is good to their tenants. And Basically, it, it went really viral because he immediately got withdrawn from the application for even asking for that. But now a lot of people in the uh, real estate in- industry and the rental industry are saying that this should be a normal practice for tenants. What, what do you think? I absolutely agree. I think it's a very sensible thing. You have to, I mean, it works both ways. Tenants are judged, aren't they? So why shouldn't the landlord be able to be examined and see whether they're a decent person to deal with? Do you, do you agree? Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think it's really like brave. And obviously, I think it all started as a bit of a tongue in cheek joke from him, but it is really snowballed. If you Google Tom Cashman, uh, uh, landlord reference. So many articles and news stories come up based on things that um, things that he's continuing it on TikTok and Twitter and everywhere. He's making content about this, and it's really funny to watch. That's fantastic. Good on him. Well, I hope he does uh, enact some sort of change. It should should be allowed to happen. Michael, thank you for bringing us up to date with what's been trending. Michael Liberal, I'll be back with us again next Thursday. <laughs> On 3AW Afternoons. Internet, eh? What's trending? With Michael Liberale. 12 minutes to 2. Michael, let me guess, what's the biggest trending story of the week? Has got anything to do with Hollywood? Oh, I've got to say, Dee Dee, it was, it was really tough to think of something that was trending to talk about <laughs> on your show today, but I did come up with a couple of things. Um, did you, hey, Dee Dee, did you hear about what happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock? Gosh, no. What happened there, Michael? Honestly, what did you make of it? It's so funny because that's the question like literally everyone was asking over the last few days. And honestly, I thought this moment, and we're not going to play the audio again because everyone's heard it a thousand times, but Will Smith's behavior in that moment, I cannot believe it was tolerated to the level it was tolerated. Like the fact that he was able to walk up and accept an award and do some speech about how love makes people do crazy things after literally smacking Chris Rock on the face in front of millions of people worldwide was crazy. Yeah, and it's uh, interesting how Hollywood is slowly turning against him now. They were all giving him hugs and, are you okay, mate, at the time? Mm, And now that they've mm. heard that the public are absolutely horrified by what happened, they're all now, oh, it's terrible. I didn't condone it from the very beginning. Hmm. And the uh, Academy are saying they asked him to leave. Yeah, they asked him to leave and he refused. Also, an update from Chris Rock's end that has kind of just come through. He's um done one of his first shows uh, at the uh, Wilbur uh, Theatre and uh, he started the show in Boston by saying, what's up, Boston? How was your weekend? Um, <laughs> and he said... I don't have I'm not I don't have anything planned talking about what happened so if you came to hear that I have a whole show that I wrote before this weekend and I'm still trying to process what happened so Chris Rock won't be talking about it for at least a little while but that is the latest on what happened it's amazing that these two people are now kind of like the most talked about people in the world yeah, this exactly. week. And I think people are very much in Chris Rock's favour and turning more mm. and more by the moment against Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dyson are trending. Is it for a good reason? 
Uh, it's for an interesting reason. I'll let you decide whether it's good or bad. They have uh, developed air purifying headphones. Now, when I read this and saw the picture, you can Google it, you'll see a picture. I thought it might have been an early April Fool's joke. Basically, they have developed over-ear headphones that essentially kind of come together from the ears over the mouth and nose to form some kind of metallic face mask that purifies air as you listen to music. <laughs> it sounds like something out of Star Wars and, and looks like that too, to be honest. Have you seen it? Yes, they're absurd. Like, I can't imagine anyone would actually wear those on the street or if you bought That's a pair. That's what I was... I didn't want to I speak thinking, too no, soon. Yeah. I, I have not bought a pair. I will never buy a pair. Sorry, Dyson. But, you know, I remember when Apple launched AirPods for the first time, which were the wireless Bluetooth um, earphones and everyone kind of thought they looked silly without a cord but now they're commonplace I really hope that the Dyson air purifying headphones don't become commonplace because they look so silly in public yeah. everyone go and google image this and, and take a look it looks like some sort of medieval torture device I don't think they'll be taking it, off good luck Dyson it actually does it looks like something out of um, Saw those yeah. Saw movies yes. where they torture people yes it's not it good it looks like one of those like you have to rip it off and yeah it's it's not good now why is Bob Catter trending I think we've got some audio of this. So Bob Catter has said something. Politics are, you know, it, we're coming up to an election. Here's something that Bob Catter wants to do uh, when, when uh, it gets to election time. Take a listen. I would immediately move to providing a rifle for every single boy and girl too, if they want them, in an armory in every single school in Australia. And if that sounds extremist, that's what Israel does. Oh, okay. Let's copy Israel. Uh, what's your favourite part of what he says, Michael? Because I've got a favourite bit. I think we have the same one. Is it the part where he says, and girls too, yes. if they want one? <laughs> it's as though the girls might have been given some knitting needles to do some fighting yeah. with, but no, they can have a rifle as well if they want we'll one. one. I, I think this is hilarious. Everything Bob Cutter says makes me laugh so much, and this is no different. It's almost like it's parody, isn't it? And what was your favourite moment? I mean, obviously trending worldwide. We've heard 12 billion people were watching the uh, the Shane Warne Memorial last night. What was your favourite bit, Michael? Uh so many amazing parts and such a beautiful ceremony. Um, but a, a lot of musical tributes from some, you know, really big musicians around the world. I absolutely loved uh, Chris Martin's uh, acoustic rendition of the Coldplay song, Yellow. I think we have a, a little bit of that here too. It was so beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, lovely part to pick out, Michael. I know you also liked uh, um, uh, Sam Newman's line about impounding Warney's phone as well. We haven't got time to play that. Thank you so much for joining me, Michael Liberale there. On 3AW Afternoons. Internet, eh? What's trending? With Michael Liberale. 12 minutes to two. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Dee Dee. How's it going? Good, thank you. I like you never, ever get over that intro. It's just massive. Um, quick weather, shower or two, possible small hail, top of 15, 13 at the moment. What's been trending this week? Is Michael still there? Oh, Dee Dee, sorry, oh, I lost you for There a you second. are. You're back. Come back, Michael. Oh, I'm um, cut out. Sorry, guys. That's all right. What's been trending this week? Okay, well, here's a kind of development on the whole... I know we're sick of talking about it, but the Will Smith-Chris Rock saga, right? 
Dave Chappelle, another stand-up comedian, uh, a US stand-up comedian, was attacked on stage last night at the Netflix is a joke comedy festival at the Hollywood Bowl in LA, right? The attacker was armed and ran on stage when Dave Chappelle came out and he instantly tackled by security and booed as he was taken off stage. Huge. What do you think about this? Well, I I think if you don't like somebody's comedy, you don't go to their show. You don't attack them. I wonder if it's happened more and it hasn't been reported if it's not big-name comedians. But, Michael, there's been a bad example set. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. It is really interesting that, like, it seems we're moving towards this point where you can literally just go up and stage and attack someone if you disagree with their comedy. And the reason I say it's a follow-up on the Chris Rock and Will Smith incident is because Chris Rock was actually there that night, came on stage afterwards and said to the crowd, was that Will Smith? That's a good line. That's a very good line. I think we might have lost Michael again. Is he still there? Are you there? Having some problems? Didi, have you got me? I've got you there. You're dropping in and out. All right, we've still got you. While I've got you, oh. um, there's been a lot of talk about Netflix and, and it's run into some problems. Tell us what's going on. So Netflix is, yeah, losing a lot of subscribers. They've lost over 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of 2022. That's the first time in a decade that they've lost uh, a, a huge amount of subscribers. Share prices in Netflix down 35%. Password sharing is being phased out. And basically, people are starting to turn away from Netflix because there are so many different streaming services out there. Netflix, which was one of the front runners in Australia as the first streaming service we we had, um, is starting to lose a lot of popularity. Do you still subscribe to Netflix? Yeah, I do. I, I think they're overreacting. I think they dropped about 200,000. Yeah, they've got millions around the world. It's, it's, I think it's just a, a thing of we were in lockdown, we had nothing else to do, and now we've mm. got jobs to do that involve leaving the house sometimes. Do you think, or do you think yeah. there's more to it than that? Uh, I mean, I, I think, I think it's, it's very competitive in the streaming market now and lots of different um, film production companies like Disney and Paramount have their own services. So a lot of those popular existing movies uh, are away from Netflix now and Netflix is relying on their own original content, which isn't that good, I don't think. So I think that's definitely part of it. But a lot of cancelled projects um, now, because Netflix is, I guess, freaking out, as you've said, they've cancelled Meghan Markle's animated series, which was called Pearl. Mm. That is no longer coming yeah. out. Were you going to watch that, Dee Yeah, I think we should have a little moment to mourn for Meghan Markle's show. <laughs> Let's all have a moment's silence. Right, that's enough. And we, uh, tell us about this proposal. I, I just, I hate wacky proposals. Um, I'm going to guess you like this, Michael. What actually happened? I, I think this is hilarious. So uh, an Australian comedian named Aaron Chen, really funny guy. He's popped up on a lot of shows, including um, Have You Been Paying Attention and other kind of TV shows like that. He proposed to his girlfriend and uh, the way he did it was he hid the engagement ring in a packet of six chicken McNuggets. Um, so when she opened the McNuggets, she saw an engagement ring. And good news is she said yes, which is great news for Aaron and his now fiancé. I think you're setting a very low bar if it's chicken nuggets. What I think I'd love if someone proposed to me in a chicken nugget box because, you know, I love nuggets. And I love love. So I think both of those things just go together so well, mm. don't you? I think you can aim a little higher than that, Michael. You're better than that. I think you're at least a whole <laughs> roast chicken, surely. 
I think, and, and after the proposal, uh, he took her to cash converters as a little <laughs> celebration party to go pick some stuff up for the wedding, I assume. So, yeah, lot, I guess it is a low bar for men out there these days. Yeah, again, you can aim a little bit higher. Kmart, I'd say, would be the absolute minimum and possibly yeah. even higher than that. <laughs> Michael, thank you. Michael Liberale thank there. What's trending? He'll be back with us again next week. On 3AW Afternoons, Internet eh? What's Trending? With Michael Liberale. 12 minutes to two. Showers developing today. 19 for a top 17 right now. Hi, Michael. Good afternoon, Dee. How are you? I'm well. Please change our lives with the Taco Recycler. Okay. I'm going to blow your mind because this week, everyone over on everyone's favourite app, TikTok, a video went viral that has 16.3 million views. That was yesterday, so it's probably more now. The Taco Recycler. I think you'd agree with me, Dee, right? Mexican food. Very tasty, but very messy. Yep. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely, so yeah. Someone, yeah. So someone has invented the taco recycler. It is a funnel that you eat a taco over and all of the stuff that falls out of the first taco goes through the funnel into a second taco. Yes. So basically cre- it, it recycles the taco, as the name suggests. It's it's so brilliant. Um Firstly, I, I think tacos in those crispy shells are stupid because they always crack to pieces and fall yeah. apart, but it's the, it's the perfect solution to it. It's so good. So that's doing the rounds on TikTok, is it, if anyone wants to see it? Yeah, the account is called Unnecessary Inventions, and they do a lot of funny little videos like this where they create mm-hmm. solutions to problems that aren't really problems but still are kind of problems like this. So, yeah, go and check that out. Perfect solution if you've had taco issues in the past. Uh, now a sheep. Tell us about the trending sheep. I had to talk about this story because this, um, this, uh, it, it's a light and fluffy story, I guess you could say, right? Because a sheep seven years ago wandered away from a farm in Western Australia. Seven years later, it has been found and it has returned to the farm with over 20 kilograms of excess wool. So it literally is is loaded into a barn, uh, a, yeah, a barn off a truck, and it looks like just an an enormous dust ball. Um, you can find this like if you just type in probably sheep twenty two kilos of wool, you'll see it. It is it is amazing. And then they've just the farmers just come and shorn off all this wool. It is it is very interesting to see. That's not the one. There, I'm sure I saw a video of someone shearing a sheep with a chainsaw the other day. That's not that one, is it? I don't think it's that one, but that's definitely one that I'm going to Google straight after this. Okay, yeah, no, it's not something that I would suggest anyone do. I don't think it's uh, very fair to the sheep itself, but um, it must have felt relieved when it had that haircut. Um, Now, there's an F-bomb got dropped on the telly, but I reckon a lot of people might not have noticed, Michael. Where did it happen? Yeah, it, it happened on the project. To be honest, I don't know who watches this show. I don't, but this did pop up on, on news.com.au and I thought it was really funny. It's um a comedian, Mel Bracewell, who is an incredibly funny young young comedian. Um, I think we've got some audio of this here. Can we play that? I um, choked on calamari at dinner and I went, this will be a way to go. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. She really did, didn't she? 
Yeah, it is very funny when um, someone accidentally swears on live TV because, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a built-in delay uh, on on radio. Like we're talking right now, there is some delay. So if I do swear, which I won't do. Don't do it. I'm breaking out in a sweat, Michael. I don't trust you. you, you, I don't think you can do that in TV as evidenced by this incident here. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people would have missed it because I don't know anyone who actually watches the project, sadly. Did it go to air beeped or did it go to air with, with the swear word on it? No, I, I think we've added the beep there. I think it did go to air with the F-bomb oh, dropped live. Me. I, I didn't think the project was 100% live. I thought it was filmed slightly ahead of airtime. Someone might know, 133693. Uh, and let's go to work from from work. What does it mean, Michael? So you might have seen, I saw this at a train station near me recently. There's this new government campaign. It's let's go work from work, which is quite a confusingly worded, um, I guess, campaign to suggest that we need to stop working from home, DD. We need to start getting back into the office. So at a lot of train stations, you see, let's go work from work. I saw this funny post in um, the Melbourne Reddit page this week. Someone's posted, let's go work from work. And he's put a picture of uh, one of those train uh, message boards where it says how long the next train will be. It's 7.36 in the morning, prime time for people going into work. Guess how long there is till the next train? Oh, often 10 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. This one's 95 minutes away, so you'll be waiting at the station for an hour and a half. Look, I don't know if this is real, but I don't see why someone would have photoshopped this. But it's it's pretty funny when the messaging is let's all get back into the office and you're waiting 95 minutes for your morning train ride. So by the time that train comes... Your workday is already supposed to have started. Wow. I mean, stuff like that is absolutely the reason a lot of people have not come back to work. But I'm not going to complain about it because it makes it easier on the roads. Michael, thank you. Well spotted. Uh, always good to hear what's trending. Michael Liberale will be back with us again next week. Let's check lunchtime finance. On 3AW Afternoons. Internet What's trending? With Michael Liberale. 12 minutes to 2, partly cloudy today, top of 15, it's 14 right now. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and 16. Good afternoon, Michael. Hello, Dee Dee. How's it going today? I'm fine. I don't know who Cara, what's her name? Cara Delvine. I, I actually don't, well, who is she? What does she do? Well, yeah, Cara Delvine is, um, is trending this week in the news, but I, I think, I think she's a model, an, an American model who dabbled in acting for a bit and um as we've both kind of realized through this brief discussion i think she's increasingly becoming a little bit irrelevant in the celebrity world i think most people would agree with that nothing against her and she's gone viral this week because another person who i haven't heard of megan the stallion have you heard of megan the stallion is that is that a human being or a horse it, it is a human being. I, right. I mean, I don't think her name is actually Megan the Stallion. It's okay. a and 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 it's the with two e's, by the way. She's an American rapper, and Cara Delevingne accompanied Megan the Stallion to the um the music awards over in the weekend, and she went viral. Cara was sort of trailing behind uh, Megan, watching all of her moves, creepily kind of standing behind the um. 
what's it called when they take photos in front of a big kind of billboard with sponsors on it? You, you know that. Do no, you? I don't know that. You're the young person, Michael. You tell me. One of those kind of paparazzi areas where the stars stand on the red carpet. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. Standing yeah. behind it and just kind of like creepily looking out at Megan. And then she goes up to Megan on the red carpet and starts flowing her dress for photos. And oh, I've seen like that. Her, yeah, I think it's her realising, oh, no one wants to take photos of me, so somehow I need to inject myself into this situation. It's quite bizarre. So she's trending, but it's not in a, wow, she's great, we're all interested to see her. It's more in a, look at this poor desperate person trying to be relevant kind of way. I, yeah, I think it's like, oh, what is she doing? Why is she being so weird? And why is she mm. there generally? Michael, I very much enjoyed the, the, the tone of, of contempt in your voice as you speak about this this person who you and I have previously uh, never known about and probably never speak about her again. Um, yeah. Okay, talk to me about Marvel things. You know I have no idea and zero interest, but if it's trending, okay, what is it? Well, I think we all know that there's a few superheroes where regardless of whether you're into it or not, I feel like we have an awareness of the major superheroes, right? Like, you'd know Spider-Man, you know Batman, yes. Superman, Iron Man. You probably also know the Hulk, the yep. Incredible Hulk. Yep. Yeah, most of us do. Now, Marvel is launching a brand new TV series, and it's called She-Hulk. You heard that right. It is She-Hulk, as in the female version of the Hulk. Did you see the trailer to this show? No, I don't mind the sound of this, though. Why shouldn't there be a She-Hulk? No, I, I, I agree. There should be a She-Hulk, but it is. I just think it's really funny that, like, it does feel like the Marvel world has been going on for maybe, you know, 15 years now. It does feel like now they're just making up new heroes yes. because all of the old ones are done. So <laughs> She-Hulk is a lawyer. She's a superhero lawyer who turns into a Hulk when she is angry and scared and it's and the show just seemed, it, it, it kind of has like sex in the city vibes like it's her kind of navigating the dating world and the working world while also being a hulk which is just a fascinating <laughs> tv show concept to be honest yeah and she's not the first green woman in wicked the um oh, i can't think of the name of the witch that was green in that it's, uh, um it's alphaba that's Elphaba, right the, the wicked witch of the west yeah that's right that is true what it else is trending michael have, have have wicked witch of the west vibes um as well as that there is a class action lawsuit in the usa um against both Wendy's, which is a US burger brand, and McDonald's, because people claim that their advertising misleads customers on the size of the burgers. Now, I agree with that, but I thought we all knew that. I thought none of us watch a commercial for a McDonald's Big Mac or whatever and think that is what burger you were going to get. We know that when you buy a burger from McDonald's, it's some 16-year-old kid in the kitchen, in the back, just flipping it together in probably 25 seconds. I used to work at McDonald's when I was a kid, so I know this. I don't expect a great burger from McDonald's in terms of size and physical appearance. Do you? Well, no. I, well, I'm one of those rare people who's never eaten McDonald's in my life. That's but right. Michael, why, if someone's taking them to court, what, what do they want? Do they just want their burger to be like the one in the ad or are they what do they want to happen i think they want i i honestly think they want one of these brands to give them money for, for misrepresenting the truth i guess wow i just thought i just thought it was a known thing that when you see food in an advertisement you know 
that it's been kind of professionally styled. Maybe they should say that, though. You know, there were some commercials that had little toys in them recently. I can't think what it was. And it said, you know, characters don't actually speak. And sometimes on boxes of food it says serving suggestion only or something. So you know that the sauce doesn't come with it. And I think they also are kind of telling you that it's not going to look like that. Um, Anything else up your sleeve, Michael? Well, I was just going to say, do you think on a burger ad it should say something like burger may or may not look like the burger in this advertisement? Your burger yes. is very. Yeah, I, okay. Yes, I think it should. Maybe that's what they want with their lawsuit. Wow. One last thing, one very quick last thing, Dee Dee. Have you considered a career change at all recently? Just no. Interest? No. Oh, well. Interestingly, I uh, I came across this uh, on uh, this audio on on Twitter from a horse race. Take a listen to this. And Melissa Kate winding up now with Doctor DD. Doctor DD, Melissa Kate. They sweep on by. The good doctor will be too good despite the slowish start. Doctor DD back in the winners list. <laughs> I think that's got a great ring to it. Is that real? It's never, it's never too late. Yeah, that is from uh, that is from the races over the weekend. One of the horses was called Doctor DD, and I immediately thought of you. That's nice. Thank you, Michael. No, I am not a doctor, uh, although I'll have a look at it for you. Okay. Thank you, Michael Livrello. We'll talk again next week. There you go, guys. Thank you so much if you made it this far. Really appreciate it. Um, having a really good time as always doing these each week. Kind of challenges me to think of different ways to present content to different audiences and for a different medium obviously podcasting and um live radio are very different so you've got to kind of change it up a little bit and um think about different ways to speak to different people in different audiences which i'm finding really challenging but really enjoyable it's making me more confident and i'm feeling really good about it um yeah uh check out the podcast the patreon etc would love to speak to you guys soon get in touch with the show radio mike pod at gmail.com uh yeah have a great whatever day it is that you're listening to this love you so much This episode of 20th Century Boy was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. If you just finished the podcast and want to hear me talk even more, head to patreon.com slash radio mic to get access to the TCB Overflow podcast, an extra podcast every week, and the Pat and Mike show, where me and producer Pat talk behind the scenes of making this show. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com.